I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. Today we've got 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 5, Episode 11. I don't even know where to start. I think if we just blast through all of them... We got Kalani fighting. That was crazy. We got Libby's, the rest of the family makes it to, and they eat peasant food. <laughs> Angela screaming at, at, at Michael. That was insane. We've got Tanya and Sinjin not getting along. With all their drama and crying. Colt still lying to Jess. And Larissa getting a boob job. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. That sums the whole thing up. Okay. And cut. <laughs> Kalani and Asuelu. We talk about the producer setting stuff up, and I can only imagine that they set up Kalani and Tammy and the mom to meet. So you three are going to have to meet, and we're going to film it. I mean, that has to happen. I don't think they would have met on their own. Do I don't you? know. I think she wanted to say her piece without him there, actually, because the first, I mean... As soon as they met, the first thing she said had a tone to it. She had attitude. Yeah, and they came there, and she gave them, they went to hug. It was it was worse than Chuck and Charlie not shaking <laughs> hands. I mean, she kept her hands in her pockets. Right, they came she didn't and, even take them out. They hugged her, and she didn't move. Yeah, well, we all know what that was about. That doesn't send out a good tone. I mean, it was ugly. They're I mean, hugging because they want money. That, that whole thing was ugly. Let's face it. Her, his mom actually said, I don't care about the kids. Right. What the heck? Mm-hmm. What kind of person? Yeah. What kind of grandmother? I just want money. Sure. Wow. Okay, then. I, I totally understand. I get uh, Kalani wanting to cut ties with them. And she doesn't have to have contact with them. But I think she crossed the line. Mm-hmm. When she went back to the room and told Asuelu what happened and said, you don't need to have anything to do with them. That wasn't cool. And calling them all kinds of names. That wasn't okay because it's his family still. I think she probably, and it's happened with you, not here, and not anything similar, but you've needed to vent. And so she maybe she needed to vent and she started venting and then... And it just went across the line. Yeah, she did. But the thing is, when he kind of called her out on it, she didn't go, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but I don't want anything to do with him. Instead, she doubled down and got even nastier. Called the family names. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was cool. And what's Asuelu supposed to do then? Right, I mean, I've, I was heartbroken for him, honestly, thinking about how he must be feeling, because the whole reason they're there is because he wanted to have ties with family, because he can't go home, he's homesick. He said from the beginning, I'm not close to my mom and sisters, never have been, but they're in the United States, so I'd like to go see them because that's all the family I can see right now. 
And you can still have contact with your family and still have distance. Right. And, and I think that's what he was Right. And, and the thing for. is, when she started explaining what all happened and how ugly they were, he was in total agreement. I was really proud of him. Hmm. His response went from level, completely level one appropriate to, to level, level 70. <laughs> no, 70. 70, yeah. Level 70. Level 70, like to. a video game. Right. Put yeah, it in I his mean, terms. But his responses were completely appropriate and, I, and, and very grown up, and I was really proud of him until she started calling them names hmm. and saying he couldn't have a relationship with them. Like, that was messed up. And when you get to name calling, then he starts calling names right back. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm actually back to Team Oswalet. Mm. Well, you see, you're a product of how you're brought up, and that yeah. just has to be a confusing mess that they're in. Right. And you, you look at Tammy, and she's a bit nuts, too. Wow. You know, she's in everybody's business. Right. I mean, I don't know that that's her job then. It might be Oswalet's father would be the one to say, hey, you got to step up for the family. Right. You would imagine. You would think. But I don't know. Tammy and Kalani, I we're just assuming Kalani would win. Absolutely. I'm guessing Tammy. She'd squash her like well, a bug. Yeah. She's like 10 times her size. And Tammy couldn't get away from a 70-year-old woman. Yeah. So. She's only four feet tall, they said. Oh. Yeah. I love that the, the debate then, Asuela was so worried about whether or not um, – he could win a fight with his wife. That seemed to be his big concern. Oh, you think you could beat me up? <laughs> it, was, it was back and forth. It was just kind of ugly between well, all Well, no, he didn't say that. Well, she did. She said she, said she could be. I could beat you up. He said, you think you could beat up my sister. Yeah, but and, it got to and, them, the two of them. And then she said, I got news for you. I could beat you up in a fight. <laughs> she was the one who said that, not sure. him. Yeah, but he he questioned it. He was not in agreement that she could beat him I up. I mean, that was a childish conversation to even be having. I can't believe that she got all bent out of shape and went there, you know? Yeah, I think everybody, uh, after this, the statement from his mom was so big yeah. that I think it dominated all the the, the social media. Was right. That she said that about the kids, and that's, that's horrible. Horrible. We understand that. Um, but we think... She stepped across the yeah, line. She Kalani, really did. Kalani went too far. She did. And then to go in the next room and boo-hoo cry to her sister, I I don't know if I want to be with him or not. Like, what? This isn't even... You're a... the one who just, you know, said horrible things about his family and told him he couldn't have a relationship with his own mother. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, and he's been through... He's done a lot worse. This doesn't even crack right. his top ten. Right. If, the, if that... I don't get why that's Le her focus. Leaving with the bus driver... Yeah, that happened this season. You got to remember. I'm going with her. Right, I'm going with her. <laughs> that was too funny. So Libby and Andre. Oh, another what messy family. A mess. And They're we probably mess. we probably could have just led with this. It's just a mess. Jen. Even her name annoys me. Jen, it's like a Karen. <laughs> right. So they get to the airport, and I didn't know that Chuck and. Libby's mom weren't still together. Right. I don't know that that was real clear. She they, said they that she didn't make gone... it prominent, but you kind of, you know, supposed that that was the case because they're not together all the time. Her dad, she's always with her dad. Mm. Her dad's always around, but the mom's not. And you would expect it to be the opposite. Like, I don't think she'd be so close to her dad if her mom was around a lot. Yeah. And I think we could probably do a deeper analysis of that relationship now that we know. That that divorce happened with them early. Right. That may explain a bit of Chuck's 
hands-on approach with everybody. With all the girls. Yes, yeah. I kind of get all that now. We've yeah. got some, I guess later in the week, we've got some more dirt on, I guess we've got Asuelu news that we're going to break. Yep. We've got some Chuck and Charlie news that we're going to break. Yep. And we'll have some other stuff too. So that'll come out in our Inside Scoop Volume 3 later in the week. Fun times. Yes. <laughs> but back to this. Jen is just nonstop. Yeah, she's just a bitter, nasty woman. She put out something this week in social media that she isn't all that bad. She's just kind of giving Andre the business. But it was at the airport. She said, it's dark and gloomy here. And she's in the terminal. There's still luggage moving around in the back. It's, well, it's what I thought it would be, dark and gloomy. Yeah, at the airport <laughs> was my response. What airport gives you an actual impression of where it's located? Isn't there Chipotle in the Brazil airport for Debbie? <laughs> I think that's right there. Where's the Chipotle? It started in the car. No wonder. She said, no wonder people want to move away from here as they're driving or leaving the airport. Think about how tiny our, uh, our Norfolk airport was in Virginia mm. in the middle of such a metroplex, you know, yeah. I mean. And they're, they're <laughs> driving down the street and there's a couple of big buildings up and she calls them, well, the gates of hell is what she calls them as they're driving along. It's just horrible. Yeah. Oh, and, and calling his neighborhood um, slums. Mm -hmm. I can see why you moved away. Yep. She's just a constant commenter I mean, about I, Life so, there. We, we're not, I wish we were all perfect and we sit here and analyze what other people say. I, I wish we were. Our thoughts were perfect, but they're not. So we think bad things. So Jen thinks bad things. But she vocalizes things. all of it. Yeah. She's rude and obnoxious and insulting. They're, they're, I'll say it again. I said Chuck is not a good person. Right. Neither are his children. <laughs> they're all... Losers, really. Because mm. they got their own histories. Yeah. Let, let's be honest. They had a dinner and it seemed like everybody got along. They got there. They must have gotten there in the afternoon at 4 p.m. is what it was. And they had a dinner and that dinner seemed to go all right. And then everybody the next morning got downstairs. Charlie and Chuck and Mom and Jen were all downstairs sitting at the table. And they were talking about how bad the food was and how horrible it was. Jen says, oh, I'm going to lose so much weight here. And we looked at the table that had all the breakfast food laid out. And we're like, man, that's good stuff. The I'll grapes, eat it. Those grapes were <laughs> fresh. They looked like they were even chilled. So they had dew on the right. grapes. They were just incredible. Grapes and strawberries and peaches. It's all pears, fresh fruit. Croissants is what they had. Nice yeah, I mean. flaky croissants. <laughs> Bread. Every time they've sat down to eat, they've had a, eat the a food smorgasbord here. to choose from. I can't eat the food here. It's so bad. I'm going to lose all. And then Chuck pops in with, I guess, the comment as big as as Asuelu's mom's comment was about not uh, caring about the babies, was Chuck saying that this was peasant food. Yes. Just rude. They're all so high and mighty. Just arrogant insulting people and the thing is we'll get into this more in our inside scoop, inside scoop but all these people are the pot calling the kettle black mm. well and andre apologized and we get that they didn't like his apology we get it he called him a punk but they didn't even when when the yeah. when they were telling the sister about it 
you know, what brought about the apology. He didn't even mention that that Andre went to them and made a special appointment with them mm. to give the apology, like that he offered it, that they didn't, you know, try to get it out of him yeah, or say, it, hey, you need to apologize. So if, if you listen and accept somebody's apology, and I'm not sure that they did. I don't know that they accepted it. I think they listened to it and they said, we'll see, which is kind of crappy yeah. to begin with. Crappy. But at that point, if you accept it, then you don't run around and tell everybody about what else has happened as soon as you get a chance. Right. So, or or go around saying that it was a, a half-offered apology because I don't right. think it was. Yeah, well, it may have been. I, I mean, only to the extent that, but we gotta well, get past they that. deserve it. But, So you know. the, the first chance they get, they tell them, oh, guess what happened? And right away. Right. And before uh, the rest of her family's even seen anybody. Like, they had to get to him immediately right out of the gate. Like, to poison the well some more. And so they talk about a secret and let's get him drunk and maybe yeah, he'll terrible. tell us. So that breaks and they end up going to get with a dress fitting. And and they're That was horrible. Her, her sister's behavior was horrible. Because she's out there talking smack to Andre's sister-in-law, trying to get information out of her and saying bad things about Andre when she's just on the other side of the door putting a dress on. Yeah, and she finally calls out, hey, I can hear you. Why don't you stop? You're ruining this day for me. And did she stop? No. No. So, well, this is the only chance I have to talk to her. Like, when else am I going to do this? So rude. Like, wow. It so makes me wonder why... Libby even wanted them to be there. And she said the same thing. She said, Andre apologized for this. In the back and forth between Jen and Libby at this point, it was, well, you know, Libby said, look, I called him out. Busted yeah. his chops for doing it. And this. she goes, well, did you do it in this tone? Uh, she yes. says, yes, I did. Well, and <laughs> really, in this tone? Uh, yes. And she did. She wasn't lying. She did. She really did. Right. It's like, this is just a bunch of crap. I get more and more upset with them. Yeah, each and I, every I can't time. stand them. I think this sounds bad, but I think they need their own spinoff. Because <laughs> they're so full of drama. Aren't they more? If what about the fam the Chantel's family? Do you think that there is more going on with Chuck and Charlie in this group than the family Chantel? Um, no, they're even more dramatic. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't have quite as much experience with them. Yeah, it's just everything I see is all dramatic. Yeah, they're, they're very dramatic. <laughs> Speaking of all dramatic, what about Angela? Holy cow. I have to say, when she went off on Michael, and he didn't even do anything. Wow. First of all. But when she went off on him, and she stood up and, like, screamed, swear, I thought that it had to be over. I would never let somebody talk to me like that. Much less actually go through and marry someone who spoke to me like that. It was horrible. It was so. It was so bad. She she was about to pop her lid. Like I was thinking, I was a little bit afraid for Michael. Like she might haul off and strike him. I mean, she was almost well, on the verge of violence. He put his hand in the air, and he was across the table. He didn't uh -huh. lean up. It you couldn't even see his hand. I think you saw the shadow of his hand. Yeah, it was just in the a, camera shot. Yeah, it was just like a Angela, Angela, like waving attention, like you know. Trying to get her attention. And she said, don't, don't put your hand in my face. And then when she got up, 
She, she put got his, in his face. She put his hand in his face, and he said something. You know, because, hey, why don't you get your hands down? And she said, make me. And then she put her hands even closer. Yes, I couldn't believe it. Then her. she sat down and pushed the table into him yeah. and got up and left. That's why I said I was a little bit afraid for him. Like, she might haul off and just smack him any second. I mean, she was on the verge of violence. That's what she acts like in front of the camera. What do you think she acts yeah. like behind the ca- off camera? I feel bad for Probably him. Probably the same. Because you, I don't know that you could be any more Angela than Angela is, even in front of the camera. I said after that scene, I think she has like an anger management problem. Yeah. Like, well, like she needs uh, some professional help with really? that. Really? <laughs> do you think um, also along that same life, Angela needs? I mean, every anger- episode she's you, canceling the wedding. So, do you think maybe? Did you know that that Tim also cheated? Did you know that? <laughs> Aren't you funny? Oh no, I don't know how Michael stays calm. One, he is cool. Patience and, of a saint. And he has been playing this whole situation and not like um not like he's lying. He's been playing both just, sides just of this. Just trying to keep everybody happy it's and like keep everything moving along. Getting everybody through a minefield. And so Angela calls him out on it when she should have just played it cool. Right. And this would have happened, this would have gotten through. Right. But here come they said, Well, they finally kinda made up and they go, All right, I just gotta get with your mom. Yeah. So they go meet mom. And Angela brings this translator with her. Yeah, I wonder what was up with that because the uncle can translate. Right, he did. She, pretty, maybe he didn't know she didn't know he was coming, or she did. But she said something about she wanted to hire her own translator because she wanted to make sure that it got directly translated and didn't have any family involvement in changing what was actually being said. That's all good and well, and then we sit down with the translator, and then. I don't know. She that really peop- didn't have her translate more than a couple sentences no, before I, she kicked her out. The first thing she said was a bit weird because yeah. I think they were all going back and forth. And she said something about not looking at Michael. Yeah, she goes, I hired you to translate for me. Don't look at Michael. You're looking at him. Look at me. You work for me. And I thought it was really odd at the time. I was trying to figure out where that came from. But then when you and I were watching Pillow Talk and I thought about it again, I went, you know what? I bet you she's jealous because this is a beautiful young Nigerian girl. And if she was laying eyes on Michael for two seconds, you can bet Angela would have picked up on it. And that's probably why she dismissed her because we know she's crazy jealous. We do that. I thought was funny was when Michael was cooking, remember that? I don't know, maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. Michael was in there cooking, and Mom came to the door. And oh, he yeah. stopped, and he went to go get the door, and she said, no, it's the woman's job to go to get the door. You stay in the kitchen and cook. So this time, the bell rings, and they're both sitting on a couch, and Michael gets up and gets the door. <laughs> Angela doesn't have a problem with Michael getting the door this time. It was just last time. She, it is so different for her. She's not consistent. You don't know what is going to set her off. Yeah, she's like Jekyll and Hyde sometimes. I mean, it's a moving target. He's I feel incredible. Bad. I feel bad for him because if she's really that jealous, and I believe she is, then I cannot fathom how they're going to get by in America. Yeah. Because you know people are going to talk to him. You know? He can only talk to guys. Wow. Think about work and neighbors and friends and whatever. It's just not going to last. Yeah. That's trouble. 
So after they threw the translator out, Mom seemed to be on board, and Angela wanted to talk about something else. And she talked about the issues that she might not be able to have a baby. And I thought was odd was Mom said, after all that, and the brother translated, she said, what? And then Michael got up, went over there, and said something to her about, well, Angela wants you to have prayers for our marriage. And then she nodded and said, you know, she gave her blessing for the wedding. And it was over, and they didn't address... Nobody ever translated to her about uh, Angela not being able to have a baby, maybe. Yeah, I think they did, but she didn't hear it. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. The brother said it, but she said what? And then Michael stood up, went over to him. And changed it. Went over to her and talked to her softly and misinterpreted it. Used maybe Jahoon's translator. Maybe that was what they had used. <laughs> Sinjin and Tanya. This, I mean, it's just a train wreck. These two have no business being ever together. being together. Yeah, I don't know why they got married. I really, I can't fathom. They, they're not well matched at all. I mean, she made it clear from the beginning that she wanted children. That is definitely in her, what, like three-year plan or yeah, they're something? They're the same age. And and he said right off the bat, well, I'm not sure I ever want children. And then they got married. And that was after, they even got married after the you're not my soulmate. My first love was my soulmate comment. So it's like one blow after another that would have been on its face enough to keep you from getting married. And they still got married. I think Sinjin's <laughs> such a... Fly by the wind. Yes. That mm -hmm. This would be right in line with what, hey, why not? Right. Why not marry an American that I just met? Right. Why not? Let's see where it takes me. Because he's thinking, oh, this is fun. We can sure. have fun. And we at, can go drinking together. And at 29, <laughs> she's beginning to have the feeling of... I'm running out of time. <laughs> it Clock all, is ticking. It all starts out with him, him cooking on the grill. <laughs> She says about flipping the meat. Yeah. So everything's done, and I'm assuming I'm assuming that the ladies were in there preparing whatever, whatever that pasta dish was that they had because it looked like I it was just attention. a steak and some kind of mac and cheese type You're of thing. Always looking at the details. Uh, I do not. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> and they must have been preparing that. So you could see even a tone. You could hear a tone in her voice. I didn't pick up on it, but it you said, pointed it out. Th thanks, thanks, Sinjin, for, for flip flipping the meat well, for us. Yeah, if there's nothing. It wasn't like preparing the meat. It wasn't like cooking the meat. It was the, the most menial, mundane thing for flipping the meat, <laughs> which would have been just such a menial task, which I think was just a slap in the face of you really did nothing for this. I didn't I didn't take it I like did. that, but you did. I think everything. They use every opportunity they to do. dig they at each, each other. They dig at each other constantly. And she wasn't looking at him when she said it. She was looking at the ground. So she, she was digging into him and, and not looking at him, which is, I think, the typical way of doing it. But he is lazy. I mean. Yes. He, I don't think he's had a job yet. Yeah, he has not. And it, I mean, it just, it was really just, the whole thing was ugly. He's, I think he's anti-American when you look at it. If yeah, not, it seems like it. Tanya's made it so that he probably. He feels that way. Well, I don't know. We can go back to Angela as the reason why people maybe hate Americans. <laughs> oh, least, and, and it, when she said, I'm, I'm an American, American, I'm like, oh, at least please Tanya, don't say that. At least Tanya hasn't done that. But it's the here she's got the other attitude from I, I think that you look at as far as Americans go. You know, she's just complaining. 
we got Chuck and Charlie spouting that out every five minutes, and now Angela, too. Yeah, Tanya's... And they're the three that you would not want to represent America. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how they're wielding it every, every chance they get. Please do not say you're a representative for me. And you can you're just not. see the two of them. It just every minute they can't get around. They, her, I guess her coming to, was a mistake. I guess this was it. This is this is the end. It's just nasty. The two of them. Every opportunity that they get, they're just digging at each other. Yeah, they're I can't see him going back and deeper and deeper. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that. That's that's even a thing. I mean, yeah. he's a bum. They and he didn't care about together. her. You just see him, and maybe it's the alcohol talking. I can't yeah, tell when he's, he's drunk all the when time. he's drinking and when he's not drinking. Tanya was, she, you know, she was mad at Sinjin for bringing all this stuff up in front of in front of his family, but I really think she was the one bringing it up. She was just. I, I thought he was the one upset. I mean, she apologized for there being a scene in front of his family. Yeah, but she but did I it screaming. He, I think he was the one who was a little upset that they aired their personal stuff in front of his family because he kind of had a powwow with them after when mm. she went to her room with the food. Well, she was just talking about you know wanting to be responsible. I think he did talk about the land and getting land and what they were going to do. And he brought up the America thing. And it, it right. just kind of started going down that path. And you could see it happening. Yeah. Like, here it comes. Here comes the train they're just throwing They're just throwing bombs back and forth. And you saw... Mom was defending Sinjin. Yeah, yeah. I think he is Dad, the way he is because they allowed him to be the it, way that he is. Dad seemed pretty calm. He mm-hmm. was he was he called Sinjin out for maybe it's time that you're responsible. Right. But mom was like, Oh, you be you. You just, you know, take it easy and enjoy your life and blah blah blah. No wonder he's so flighty. Yeah, and he needs to wear some shoes. Yeah. Did you see his the black feet? feet? Yeah, in the feet. in the bed. Oh, he got in the bed. Oh, so gross. I, it was one of those things. It's it just made my throat tickle. You know, I don't ever walk with right. bare feet. I do, but not outside. I, I don't do ever not. go outside. I do not ever anywhere. <laughs> Having construction boots on a lot. I have shoes or slippers on at all times. And when do I take my slippers off? When I am stepping into the bed. Mm. Yeah, we don't ever see you in your feet. That's right. an odd thing to have happen. Right. Not for Sinjin. No. And he looked like he'd been walking around in a pasture in his feet. That was disgusting. Oh, it was they looked like a... tar. They were black as tar. Yeah. That was gross. And, they, and, you know, he got in the bed and they started fighting right away. You know, she was bragging, well, you wouldn't have gotten to America if it wasn't for me. And he was like, like, I didn't want to go to America. Think I wanted, are you proud of that? <laughs> I didn't want to even go there. I didn't want to come there. Yeah. And so I'm assuming he doesn't go back. Yeah, I don't think he's going back. Yeah. I said that from the beginning. Yeah. He's having too much fun with his drinking buddies. Could you believe them in the bar? That was great last week. Really. Bang, banging their drinks oh. down and chanting with each other. You know, my goodness. They're like high school kids or something. Mm. He's way immature. At least he's not eating ice cream with his mom. <laughs> well, that would be sweet. Under normal situations, going with your mom... To have a, well, I think it was a frozen custard. I could see me and Hayden doing that. That would be, sometime. normally that would be okay. Yeah. But with. with Colt and Debbie is Colt, just creepy. Yeah. And then you see that sign <laughs> in the background that said lick. Ew. I don't know. It just all seemed really bad. <laughs> so this one, there wasn't a whole lot of Colt. 
he called Jess in the middle of this, and Jess looks like she's staying pretty firm. The time that they they said it had been a couple of weeks since they had been apart. Uh huh. And it looks like that. Uh, and somewhere in that time frame, something big happened. Debbie invited La- uh, Vanessa to live with them. Yeah, I wonder how that all went down. You know, I think well, it's convenient for yeah. them to say oh, of Debbie. Well, I'm sure she did. Isn't it Colt's is, place? This is Debbie's part too. Isn't of it, trying to split them up? Isn't it Colt's house? I think so. And Debbie lives there. Well, I think they split it. But he said that he lives with her in order to help her out because she can't afford to live alone. So why would Colt invite Jess there with Vanessa there and say that you could sleep in my bed? Stay in my bedroom. If Vanessa's there, he has to know Jess is never coming. It's not ha- When she comes there, it's over. Right. So why have her even come out there? If this is the case. I know. Isn't that stupid? It's like he thinks you know, he can just drag it along a little bit longer and hope for the best. That's silly. They're all silly. <laughs> he said, oh, I haven't been 100% honest with Jess. What a surprise. And, you know, Jess is still on the, you, you always lie. lie. You right. lie, you always lie. And words. It's the truth. Words. No more words. You must do. Truer words were never it's spoken. It's just bad. Yeah. He didn't learn anything the first time. He's just a piece of trash. He is. No. Uh-huh. And we think he's the one that gave us our one star. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. Next. We do. Right. <laughs> if you look at any 90 Day Fiance podcast, if you look at them, they all have at least one one star. It's probably the cast member most talked about. <laughs> I would always think it could be Paul. That's always possible. He was- I figured it could be... Uh, um, Brittany. No, I don't think so. Because we slammed her pretty hard at the opening to Yeah, the I don't think she's listening to talking podcasts. Mm, I'm not okay. sure that's what she brings to the table. It's not. I don't I know. Don't, she I don't she don't might think, be desperate for listening to something in English. I think uh, <laughs> we're probably not in her realm. I would well, imagine. I'm just thinking, you know, that she's so uh, self-absorbed and, and looking at herself on social media that Perhaps she sure wants you, to know what people think. You're not talking her. about Larissa? <laughs> I like that they went to that. Well, I think what we do know is Eric might have some cash. Yeah, it seems like he's quite wealthy, actually, but uh, is cheap, in fact, <laughs> like she said. Well, frugal. I don't want to say maybe we like Eric after all. Yeah, he might be more like us. They went to go see a cat. <laughs> they went to go look at that couch and you saw that or a sectional I think is really yeah. what it was and it was 12,000. And the first that's thing insane. he thought was that's a car. This is a car that you have. Right. I'm not paying a car price. Right. He said he'd pay $400. I'm like, there ain't no sofa on the planet you're buying for $400. Uh, most certainly Even is. if you go to Big Lots, you're oh, not okay. paying $400. Say, you can at Big Lots. It <laughs> isn't that what we got. Yeah, but it cost more than four hundred dollars. But it was it wasn't it was closer to four hundred than twelve thousand. That most is certainly. true. Yes. So it was looking like they were sitting there and she talked about getting the booby job. <laughs> and that and that he would loan her the money. With interest. With interest. That's like that, that is cracked brilliant. me up. I went, Wow, that's smart. But why would you loan money to someone who isn't even authorized to work? What makes him think he's ever going to see that money? Well. What's he going to do, sue her? I don't know. <laughs> She's got to have 90-day money. 
But we Not only that know much. that's going to turn out to be for the season, what, 15 grand or so is what she's going to turn out yeah. to be? Thousand per episode, tell all. No telling. You think Colt and Larissa will be at, oh, darn it. These aren't live tell-alls. That's no fun. Because <laughs> it's been the best tell-all ever was that tell-all. That was really crazy. Yeah. So you get a lot of them back together again. You can get Larissa and Asuelo and Kalani back together. I want Kalani and Tammy together. I wonder how that's going to go. <laughs> I wonder how it'll play out. Do you, so, have you heard if they're going to be doing it virtually or if they're actually going to be together? I heard that, um, what was it, the other way. No, I heard this one's already, well, I heard rumblings that this one's already been filmed and it's going to be a Zoom tell-all. Mm, I wondered because I also watch Housewives franchise and they just announced that uh, their reunion is going to be live. Wow. I think as long as you avoid Georgia, I think you're okay. As long as you I, do I that. I think Andy Cohen would probably socially distance them and have them on the couches, then do Zoom. Mm. Uh, you know, because he had to do a lot of broadcasts from his house. and yeah, He's know. looking a bit plump. Yeah. He's gotten a bit he's, bigger. He's got some he's singe, fat and happy. <laughs> singenitis. You know, I thought about Eric, and, and I made this one note. Eric talked about, he said... If he was going to make a loan, that out of his, this is what he said, out of his bank book. <laughs> like a bank book. Yeah. Like how old is this guy? Yeah. Maybe it's like, uh, was it Benjamin Buttons or something? Maybe he's really <laughs> 80, but only looks 30. Oh, I remember who, that. Who, said, who legitimately says bank, bank book. book? Yeah, I don't know. It would be somebody 70 or older. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, when we were little bitty kids we probably had a bank book mm -hmm. it'd be like a ledger yeah. that you had he says his bank book i was just shocked that that word came yeah, out of his odd mind. plastic surgery i mean our opinion on that is probably i mean she's not a i don't think she's a that's hard to tell everybody gets all this makeup on and you see without yeah. their makeup and you go she, yeah, wow. she's not she's not really an attractive person in her face without makeup yeah, it's tough. I think she wears quite a bit. I can't, you know, it's tough for me to judge that. I but. think it appears that she even has um, scarred skin, mm. like pockmarks, you know, that would from make it really, acne or something. And that would so. make you put a heavy base on, I yeah. would imagine, if you were embarrassed from that. Yeah. So she's got some self, I guess, just some issues. Self-image yeah. issues, yeah. And she kind of says bad. that after she had the kids. You know, I think she's pr deep down inside... I think she's a fun and funny person. Mm -hmm. I just, you see that with her. But there's this other side. Yeah. She turns into Angela when it gets right. to a certain point. Yeah. It's like, ugh. And she, I thought she said, uh, she she said she lost herself, her confidence after she had the kids. You know, we were watching this together and I was leaving the room as it came on. And I realized when I watched it, I, I watched this scene again. That she didn't say, I thought she lost, she said she lost her coconuts <laughs> when, when she, after her kids. I said, well, you know, with her, that wouldn't be too oh, odd. You're killing me. It wouldn't be too odd that she would refer to her breasts as coconuts, you're right? You're killing me. Wouldn't it? I guess. You say, oh, her coconuts. You say, what is, that's weird, but okay, it coconut. It was confidence. It was confidence. <laughs> you're killing me. It was when I heard that, I went, oh, I guess. <laughs> and I even, I even said to you, I laughed as I left the room about coconuts. I said, ah, oh, coconuts, ah. 
And and then I heard it again, so I wasn't coconuts. It was just Where me. is your mind, Stephen? Well, at the end, well, it's Larissa, so you never know. I think the big news was at the end that she said that she saw herself marrying Eric. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Well, you know, she's got to qualify for a new visa. Yeah. So. But Eric's stipulation on the surgery was, this isn't for Colt, is it? This isn't just to rub it in Colt's face. Right. I thought that was interesting. That was quite smart of him. Because they did interview her on the side then. Right. Well, she said no. She, she did say a little bit about. Yeah, well, she said no at first. Might, he might be jealous. Jealous. Yes, she told so, Eric no. Uh huh. But on the aside, she said, "Well, Colty might be a little jealous when right. he sees me." I'm like, "Oh no!" You know, come to think about it, the way her her switch can flip, like you were saying. Well, look at Jess and Larissa. Maybe this is just a trait of Brazilian women that they're just kind of. Racist. Run a little hot. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, I <laughs> little, think that happens. A little fiery personality. Mm. That's, I think, the culture there. Right. That's what I mean. Mm. We didn't get our last couple. We didn't see anything about. We had no Paul and Karini this time. Yeah. There was a little bit in a preview, so they're not off the show, evidently. Like, we were, mm. it was possible. Well, yeah, we'll see. They were off pillow talk, they, but there was a preview of her, of Karini going to see an immigration lawyer. Well, but remember, what happened with Jeffrey was they used the footage from the regular show mm, yeah, because that was already recorded. Mm. But when it came to the tell-all, they cut him out and no pillow talk references. So we'll see if that trend continues yeah. with Paul and Karini. I'm sure that it will. So that's it for Happily Ever After. We will see you tomorrow where we will talk about 90 Day Fiancé, The Other Way, Season 2, Episode 11. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 